0: i am Glenda geek back in the studio in ocala florida
2: and i'm jamie jennings and i'm very sweaty and i'm in norman
0: oklahoma and you're
2: listening to horses in the morning on the horse radio network for june 14th episode 2703 brought to you today by kem and equine good morning horse world
1: i have good news and bad news for you on this monday morning first the bad it's monday But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning.
0: Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. And Jennifer and I sat down. uh, We got home on Friday or Saturday night. I don't even remember what day of the week it is. We got (laughs) home on Saturday night, and we had a long chat yesterday about whether the five-week roadshow was going to go forward or not. And we're going to talk about that a little later in the show with a special guest. So that's coming up. But first, let's talk about Apple. Apple is like one of the biggest companies in the world, It is like the second. I I might be the first. And how can they have whole departments that work on stuff and they update their podcast app? How can they do that with all the people they have working for them and screw it up so badly?
2: So talk to me about, about what's happening. Well, what's what's the screw-up?
0: Well, I'm sure you've seen all the posts in the auditor room. Everybody's having trouble with the new podcast. They they did it. People are losing episodes. They can't. Shows are dropping off. I've talked to – I've seen other podcasters complaining their episodes are not even showing up. Um, people, the auditors who had their special feed for to get the post-show, uh, they can't even get it back. They've missed post-shows. Uh, our numbers were down considerably last week. And be, and when I looked, it was all Apple people are, that are having trouble. You know, at this point, I think a lot of people are leaving the Apple podcast app and downloading one of the many. There's a thousand podcast apps out there now. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I use Podcast Addict, but there's a bunch of them out there. And I highly recommend that Apple people, if you don't want to keep having these problems, it's not just you. It's not just us. There's been multiple articles written about it in all the tech publications. And everybody's having the same problem. And nobody can believe a large company like this pushed this out without testing it first. It would be like your husband flying a plane that hasn't been tested first. You yeah, know, you know,
2: hop on, guys. It'll be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. We don't know if the motor works or the landing gear or any of that stuff. But let's just push it out there because, you know what, it seems like a good time. I wow, just, it, sucks. I'm in total disbelief. I would highly recommend you get a different app. Just
2: so if you're listening to us on a, that little purple app that you hit to get your podcast, which is how I usually listen to podcasts, not my and own. And you haven't had trouble?
0: Have you done the update though?
2: I no, I have not done the update. Uh, that's it where the telling problem. Me, can. I need to do it, yeah. and I just keep hitting
0: no. <laughs> well, you might want to keep doing that because I think there were other things screwed up too in the, with the update. So, oh boy. Yeah, there you go. I just wanted to address that uh, and let you know that I, I know that a lot of people are bailing and it might be your only choice to make sure you're getting the shows and episodes you want, especially ours.
2: Even if, if you're even listening to us right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, so on today's show, the big announcement, whether the 2021 Roadshow will go forward or not, because, you know, there's a marriage that needs to be saved <laughs> in there somewhere. Uh, Michael from Chem and Equine talks about how heat affects our horses. Also, Auditor Jordan wrote in her first schooling show on a horse that overcame some serious issues. And also, of course, I have to share with you your equestrian first world problems. So uh, stick around.
3: Happy
0: birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you. We had a bunch of auditor birthdays over the weekend. Lisa Keeley, Melissa Weimer, Stephanie Elizabeth, uh, Lindsay Helmuth-Pierce. Hi, Lindsay, also fellow cruiser. Nick Hayes, Mary Ellen Murphy. And we had a couple of new auditors, Kendra Wyland and Leah Horn. Thank you so much for joining the auditor group. We really appreciate it. If you haven't joined the auditor page, go to HRN Auditors on Facebook and ask to join them. We'll let you in. And also, thank you to everybody today for having names I can pronounce. I appreciate that. Sort of. So, I did pretty good.
2: Y'all love it when I give you horse training updates, and I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. So we changed the show from starting at 9 o'clock my time until 10 o'clock so I could get the horses worked before the show. Well, I... <sighs> I should have worked all of them, but I only got to play with one. And that is a horse that came in for training. And uh, it's just a yearling. Just, they just want her to, you know, have her feet picked up and lead and stuff. And I said, well, how is she? Well, she's, they, this is the word they told me. She's good until she's not. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, we saw the not. Today. You could say
0: that about almost anything, couldn't you? <laughs> she's good. <laughs> The pizza until was good not. until it was not. Until it mm-hmm. wasn't,
2: yeah. And so I'm I the honesty is I'm sitting here in a wet sports bra because I had to peel my <laughs> sun shirt off. I'm sitting here in wet like summer riding pants, but they're drenched.
0: Let's bring on I this sexy so there, Jamie. Sweating. Bring on the yeah. sexy
2: <laughs> I mean. It want to talk about sexy. I am bringing it right now. Don't come near me. I smell really bad. I'm sweating into my chair. Like I've got the fan on. I'm probably going to start to freeze to death in a minute because I've got the fan on and I'm so sweaty. So yeah, this filly, bless her heart, she was really good until she wasn't she came into this stall. I have it where she can walk in the back door just come in and everybody's in there and I closed her in and fed her her grain and she's just learning to be like a big horse you know she's been very attached to her friend at home and so they wanted to send her away for some training oh my god I put the halter on her the duly haltered, the red one because she's little she's just a yearling and I asked her to come forward no I'm not, I'm not coming forward. Well, I've got a, like a 30 foot line. So I'm working on just getting her to follow me in the stall, coming forward, come backwards, forward, backwards. Okay. Come out of the stall. Nope. Okay. Go backwards, go forwards. Come out. Just walk out of the stall. No, I'm not going to walk out of the stall. Okay. You have to walk out of the stall. Just come out. So there's like a black mat on the outside. So I thought maybe she's scared of that. So I got a little gray and I'm like, Hey, just pull forward with the dually. When I put pressure on you, you come into the pressure and not when I put pressure on the halter, don't sit back and lean into it. This is a, this is the potential of a horse that's going to like pull back and break the cross ties or whatever. So I put her, I get the line on. I'm like, okay. And she's like, mm, no. I'm not going to come, and also I'm going to absolutely lose my ever-loving mind and rear and strike and just like, Aah! And then she lands, and she but she lands forward. Some I'm, and I'm standing outside this doll because I have a thirty-foot line. I'm like there. Very good. And then I back her up again and I pull it forward and I'm holding and I'm pulling and I'm holding and I'm yeah, come come on, come on, come on. And she just rears up, lands forward and takes one step. Okay, good. That's all I wanted. But at some point she banged her leg on this doll and said, now there's, I've got a bleeding yearling down at the barn. Far from her heart, like Glenn said before the show. (laughs) Jennifer always
0: tells me that when I'm going, oh, look at her. <laughs>
2: you get a little bit, but yeah, it's good until she's not. So the, the 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 little filly does not lead. I did get her out of the stall by taking her out the back, all the way through the arena, and then out. And she led fine. She just doesn't want to leave the stall and leave the barn. She's so barn sour and herd bound that she didn't want to leave through the stall. So uh, we will continue to work on that. Didn't you learn
0: anything visited? in North Dakota, Jamie? I'm so disappointed in you.
2: What was I supposed to
0: learn? Oh, you back. Horses? You've turned the horse around and smack it in the face three times. Did you oh, learn right. anything?
2: I need that big stick. And I just, you know, if you're going to move, move, get out of my way. I'll just hit you in the face. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. So we're just going to keep working. <laughs> and if but, you oh don't know God. what
0: we're talking about, listen to last week's show.
2: <laughs> if, if this if this Philly was 17 hands, she would kill somebody. So the fact that she's little, So I called Chad, I accidentally butt dialed him during all of this. And he's like, are you, I hear him in my pocket going, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like I'm, Oh, hello. I'm sorry. I butt dialed you. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. And he's like, you can't do this by yourself. Cause Abby's not here either. So yeah, good times. Good times. I will, uh, Keep you guys posted on the little monster Billy. And and it just goes to show you that, you know, if people are gonna send me a horse to train, there's a reason that it is coming to me for training. You know, because like there's something going on. In Chad's
0: defense though, I used to I used to say the same thing to Jennifer. Do not train alone and do not ride alone. That but we lived on a hundred acre farm in the middle of nowhere, you know. So
2: leading a Philly out of the (laughs) (laughs) skull. <laughs> be that hard, oh my god! So we, I, 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 again, you would be if this mare was seventeen hands, you would be dead. So I'm glad they sent her we, as a little yearling. We
0: got a yearling standard bread in one time uh, uh, when Jennifer was tr- doing what you're doing, and got it out of the trailer, and it took off, drug us both over into the aisleway of the barn, and Janet, Jennifer managed to wrap the lead rope, which she was still holding on to. Uh, I don't know how around one of the posts in the barn. And that's uh-huh. the only thing that stopped them from. Well, it's
2: <laughs> funny when they, when they had her in the trailer, they brought her, she loaded fine. Great. I go, good. How does she lead? Cause, cause if she doesn't lead well, we can back the trailer up to the arena and just open the door and, and send her out. And they were like, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you want me to close the front gate just in case you get. Yeah, you should probably do that.
0: <laughs> There's a <laughs> like she clue. She's orange and she was
2: fine and I'm like, "Oh,
0: geez. Here's your sign. What's <laughs> your sign? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be fine. But yeah, I was I was when, pretty surprised because she was so cute last night. Followed me around. I love you. I love everything about you. You're so pretty. Oh my god! I'm like, yeah, I'm going to braid your main, and I'm going to call you Susan. And when, just, we're going to love each other.
0: When Jamie shows up late for the meeting in the morning, all I. <laughs> All I can think of, and I know she probably thinks I'm going to be bad at her every time. Late yeah. uh, but I all I can think of is I hope she's not broken every time. What's the first question <laughs> I always ask you when you come in late for the meeting? You
2: okay? Yeah, you okay?
0: <laughs> is all your body parts still there?
2: <laughs> By the way, if you listen to Friday's show, there was an incident with an arachnid. And, um, i had gone outside there it was the size of a dinner plate it was like but i mean to be completely (laughs) fair it was it was the size of my hand if i had my hand wide open and it was walking up the wall so i did all i could and i sprayed it with the only thing i had which was like wasp spray and again it's like in the boots area where you put your shoe you know your shoes on the shelf in the garage and so i when chad got home i was like hey So I'm going to need you to look for the giant arachnid that I may (laughs) or may not have killed. And so he pulls all the shoes out and 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 there it was. And it it was very dead. But even he goes, oh, my (laughs) God, I was like, it was dead and curled up, you know, and I'm like, you should have seen it when it was that girl.
0: Did you determine whether it was a mom that had babies?
2: I did not look that oh. much, but he cleaned out the entire shelf. Took the shop back. Took that, took <laughs> Good. The, Good. All the little. Good. Things. So next time you open the shop back to dump it, there's going to be ten billion monsters in there. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is the fun that I've been having. You know what? I, I, I am gonna say that as of now, I like fall and winter better because, number one, <laughs>
0: there's no down.
2: bugs. Write it down. There's no bugs. I just missed the fact that there was no bugs and I've called her stupid pest control ten times and they haven't called
0: me back. <laughs> All spray. right, let's go on with the show. <laughs> well, it's time for an Olympic update. I have two quick things for you. One, NBC Universal has announced that they'll present over 7,000 hours of coverage for the Tokyo Olympics across eight networks on multiple platforms, and it starts July 20th, so we're almost a month away, uh, to August 8th. So the horsey parts will be on NBCSN... You get that and USA Network so that we have about 400 hours of programming. And that's where the horsey parts will be. So NBCSN or USA Network will carry the horse stuff. Also, in the other news, there are 14. There were 14 athlete and horse pairs that uh, showed over the weekend at the U.S. Dressage Olympic short list competition and basically the last trial for the selectors to take a look at. And Adrian Lyle, who's been over, been over on the dressage show a few times and her stallion Salvino, uh, turned in the top test with her personal best during freestyle at 81.8. So they did very well. And Stefan Peters came in second there with a 79.5. By the way, Stefan Peters will be on this show on the horse illustrated episode. I think it's next week. So you can look for Stefan Peters. He'll be coming up. On this show, but that's, that's a couple of quick things I had in the Olympic update. And now let's, let's take a break and go over to my friend Michael at Kemin Equine to talk about horses and heat. I have Michael back with us from Kemin Equine. And I was just Michael looking at the temperatures around the country and North Dakota hit 101 over the weekend in North Dakota. So I can honestly say heat stress is everywhere in the country right now.
1: You're absolutely correct. It's crazy to think um, what the temperatures are doing. You know, down here where I'm located in Texas, it's been a little cooler than normal, just a lot more humid than normal.
0: Yeah, we've been okay here in Florida, too. Matter of fact, we were cooler than North Dakota. So I was happy about that. (laughs) So tell us what are horses? Why are horses more susceptible to heat stress than us, than humans?
1: Well, you know, that's a good question. You know, I I don't know how many times I'll be out in the barn and I'm looking at my horses sweating and I'm thinking, oh, it's it's not that bad. But it's important to remember that these are really big animals and they have a lower surface area to volume ratio. So they have a really, really big body, but they don't have nearly as much skin to help disperse that heat. So it's harder to eliminate that excess and body heat. Second, they're more active whenever they're, you know, during exercise. So their muscles are a lot more active and that generates more heat. So a good rule of thumb is about half of the energy used for that muscular activity is converted to heat. Th- uh, thirdly, sweating isn't nearly as effective. So with a horse, about 25 to 30% actually evaporates taking that heat with it, whereas in us people, almost 50% of our body heat is removed through sweating. Hmm. So some key takeaways is if you're hot, I can guarantee your horse is hotter.
0: So so what does heat stress do to a horse? I mean, what, what, are this, what happens to him?
1: So, you know, the the key word there is the stress portion. So first, we can see that they they have a reduced feed intake, and that redirects the uh, blood flow from the skin to dissipate that heat. This equals less blood to that GI tract. So what we see is that results in leaky gut syndrome. Second, whenever you have that stress event, pathogens and other toxins can leak from that GI tract into the bloodstream, and this starts to result in an immune response. You know, we've talked about that before that energy that could have went to that athletic performance or that reproductive performance is now fueling this activated immune system. So we're redirecting that energy that we want for our horse to benefit from just just to try to keep it healthy. Number three, if the leaks are large or if they're chronic, sepsis or organ failure can occur. So, you know, remember at a temperature over 105 degrees, it demand its demand for oxygen can actually surpass the amount that's supplied to that respiratory system. That hypoxia or that low oxygen level can lead to organ failure, coma, or even death in a horse.
0: You know we talked about before what the temperatures are that that you know when you add up the heat index, and I, I hope you can explain that. What are the temperatures? when does it become dangerous?
1: So, we use this this index or this kind of a calculation. so we take the temperature in Fahrenheit, we add that humidity index. The combination of those two equals risk level. So you know greater than one thirty is a moderate risk. so normal activity with breaks for rest and cool down that that's fine. you know you can keep it in check when you get over one fifty start to really focus on light work very very, very minimal work. When you get over 180, there again, the combination of those two numbers, you need to be taking the day off. Let that horse just rest and kind of do his thing there in the pasture in the stall. And two, ensure that they have access to lots of clean water and shade. I can't ever emphasize that whole clean water thing enough. You know how picky horses can be, and it's no different with water. We need to make sure plenty of, of, uh, of clean water there. Um, It can feel like 10 to 15 degrees cooler in the shade, and this will actually improve the ability of your horse to cool off. So if it is hot, get them in the shade and they can start to regulate on their own. Airflow in the barn and in the trailer. We know this. It's important to make sure that you have a window open or the roof vents open or something like that when you're hauling, especially this time of year when it's getting really hot. If you're in North Dakota, make sure you got those roof vents open. Um, because you need to make sure that they're getting air blown across their body to help dissipate some of that heat. And then we can also manage some of it with with, uh, their nutrition. So, you know, utilizing something like chemtrace chromium. Chromium can improve insulin function, which can actually improve the ability for your horse to tolerate that heat. It's been shown to lower body temperature and respiratory rates in a number of species. So it's a, a really good nutritional way that we can help that body just mitigate what's going on with the environment. It can also improve glucose utilization. So we talked about those immune cells earlier. You know, if we have an activated immune system, it requires energy. That glucose, that, you know, improved utilization of that blood sugar can actually help to go to fuel that immune system to make sure we're not diverting too much energy to that and not enough energy to the horse's performance. Chromium has been shown to actually increase feed intake during these stress events. Increasing the amount of energy that's actually available helps that physical, immunological, and reproductive needs. So that hierarchy of needs, we can make sure we're addressing those just by keeping those horses on feed, on water.
0: Is there ever a point where you'd call the vet?
1: So if your horse's body temperature stays above 103 degrees Fahrenheit after they've had that opportunity to cool down, um, it's important to call the vet. Tent your horse. Make sure your horse isn't getting dehydrated. And by tent, you know you, you take the skin on the neck, kind of pull it out, let go. And if it stays where it's wrinkled up, That's a good indicator your horse is dehydrated. So keep an eye out for your horse the next few days. Um, It can have a significant impact on that leaky gut or hypoxia. We want to make sure that we're mitigating all of these. We want to address them immediately following these heat stress events. And if it's a long time occurring issue or a chronic issue, get that vet involved. Make sure that they, they know what's going on and they can help you with next steps.
0: By the way, that tent thing is one of the first things I learned when I became a horse boyfriend. Uh, and it's, it's one of the first things my wife taught me. This is how you tell if they're, if they're not drinking enough. So that was, I remember that from 30-some years ago. Well, what, what are the next steps for our listeners? How can they make sure that they're getting the chromium that the horse needs?
1: Well, we have some terrific resources. If they go to Kemen.com slash equine heat stress they can download posters it'll actually cover that heat humidity index it's a great barn tool uh, it's what we discussed here today and also some symptoms that they can look at that'll help address if they, they're having a heat stress event or not um, they can also learn more about chromium propionate and ChemTrace uh, and where they can find those ingredients as well and how the chromium itself addresses heat and how it helps your horse deal with those events
0: and how do they find out which feeds are, actually have chromium in them?
1: So, Kemin Equine partners with a number of different feed and supplement companies, so we can bring our solutions directly to you and not bring more <laughs> management practices to you. We suggest reaching out to your preferred feeder supplement company and ask if they're using Chemtrace Chromium in their products. You can also visit com slash equine. That's K-E-M-I-N dot com slash equine. Uh, and click the Buy Now. This will take you to a place that shows the different items that we offer, whether it's BeautyPearl or Clostat or ChemTrace, uh, in, in the case of today's talk, um, and so they can find out exactly what companies are utilizing those products um, and whether they're using it today or if it's a, a good solution for them in the future.
0: And we'll put all those links in our show notes for today's episode. Also, over on Facebook, I will put a link to kemen.com slash equine heat stress so you can find that poster that he talked about. Thank you very much, Michael.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn.
0: Well, we said earlier in the show that we were going to make the announcement about whether we're going to be doing the five-week-long road trip, and we, of course, just got done with our test trip for a week. And I have two guests here. One is my lovely wife, Jennifer. She's joining us for this because she is part of this decision because she does most of the driving. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. You've recovered quicker than me for this test trip, I think, and you did most of the driving, so (laughs) there's that. Um, And then also a very special guest today for this announcement, we have Karen here from Kentucky Performance Products. Hi, Karen. Hi. How's everybody? Good. We survived. We had fun. Uh, But yesterday, Jennifer and I, Karen, uh, we sat down and we discussed whether we're going to do this or not. And that's what the test trip was for, is how hard is it? How much, you know, how is the camper? How was it staying at people's farms? Uh, just how hard was it to do the shows, uh, all of that stuff. You know, we needed to take a How expensive was the trip? That was the other thing. Um, so we needed to take a look at it all. And, uh, Jennifer, I I think we were mostly in agreement, weren't we?
2: We were mostly in agreement. Um, that doesn't mean that some of the things we agreed on were great, but we were <laughs> in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the things were like, ooh, uh-uh. yuck. We agree. That was yuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we learned a lot. Uh, we did learn a lot. So Karen, I had you come on because you have kindly offered to be the title sponsor for this trip. We will have special sponsors for for the trip because it, it's not cheap. You know, it's not a cheap thing to do. Plus, you know, I do think that uh, that we're going to get some. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be there's gonna be some play if we do it out of it. And I think I think it's going to be fun for everybody. The response we got from the auditors, our our, our focus group, uh, was good. Everybody seemed to like following along. It was like they were along on on the adventure and plus we're putting out videos every week. Uh, travel videos that we're having edited and and done and the we're, I'm actually getting the footage together for the trial week. We'll put one out for that week too. So Karen, I wanted to ask ask you here, are you still willing to be the title sponsor?
3: I am absolutely still willing to be the title sponsor. I think
2: Hold on. this is just such a cool idea. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been awesome if she'd have been like, no, I'm not <laughs> thank you.
0: Well <laughs> We discussed that and that would have changed our decision. Uh so <laughs> so Karen, I'm I'm happy to say that we decided we're gonna try this thing. As crazy as it is, we're gonna Yay! give it a try. Uh now five Where's
3: weeks the noise. Where's the crowd? Oh wait a minute, hold yeah, it. There you go.
0: They're very happy about it, apparently.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh you know 5 weeks we realized is different than 1 and what we did realize we learned a couple of things one is that we do need to take breaks every even though we're meeting lovely people who are feeding us and so happy that we're there and every and trying to do you know getting the shows out and we had excellent interviews and all of that was great because people were so happy we were there you know it's not like we're begging people to visit uh, you know for us to visit so that was all good but Wears you out. <laughs> so, we do need to take breaks every f- five days or so. Let's we need to take honest, a day. It's
2: not, it's not a mental health break. What it is, is you need to go keto for
0: five days. Yeah, that's life. right. We <laughs> did try to lose the weight yeah. of all the food that you were fed. We were fed a lot of food. And people, you know, I think if Jamie was along, they'd even be accommodating to her special needs when it comes to food. <laughs> My special needs. <laughs> so. Uh, so we're going to do this, and part of the the adventure. As a matter of fact, the end of the first week. It can we say this officially, Jamie? Or are we allowed to say your part?
2: Um. Well, considering you just made me book a flight to Lexington, <laughs> Kentucky, I'm apparently going to be at Lexington. Um. Let's see. I am flying in Saturday morning, which is what the August the. Uh- August 7th. 7th, yep. And we'll have a meetup on the evening of the 7th, and then Sunday we'll do something fun. I don't know what yeah, it is. Yeah, we have we'll
0: plans see. for that day, and you're going to okay. like them. Yep.
2: And this is awesome, because on the 9th, we're going to broadcast live from Kentucky Performance Products. I'm so excited. Versailles is one of my favorite places in the world.
0: <laughs> we, we you know, <laughs> Spain Karen was our first sponsor like 12 years ago. It's about damn time we do a show at our place, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. We one once before. I think we did, but that was early on, wasn't it?
3: It was a long time ago. Yeah,
0: yeah. it was a long yeah, time. Yeah,
3: but it's funny. The picture came up. The picture came
2: up in my memories.
3: Did it a little while ago? Yeah, just recently. I can't remember how many years ago it sat on there, but it was like, oh yeah, that's right. We're all sitting around the conference table.
0: <laughs> well, we're fun. gonna do that again. I'm we're excited. gonna.
3: Do- I can't wait for you guys to come. I can't believe we have to wait until August 7th.
0: Well, that's not too far away anymore, by the way. I just looked at the calendar. That only gives me six weeks to finish planning this trip. So, it's, uh, it...
2: oh, You better get on You better get on the stick. <laughs> get on your horse, Glenn. Come on. Now, come on, Glenn. Get
0: I going. will say, I, I'm not going to say what it is, but Karen's team sent over some ideas that uh, – And we're going to meet next week about some special things that will be for the trip. So we're going to talk about that. And we are planning, I will say this, we are planning for anybody that comes out to the meetups along the way or comes out trail riding with us or to the concert that we're going to do or any of the, you know, you're putting us up or whatever. We're going to have some special goodies for people who come out. So... Uh, definitely, if you can, and we'll start to announce as later in this week when the meetups are going to be and where, and where we're going to be staying, and and the whole road trip will be put up on the website. We kind of have all but probably the last week really booked out, so we'll be able to put all that up on the website for everybody that can start planning to meet us, and we would love to see you all. But yeah, I think we're we're going to be good to go, and I'm so excited. Jamie's going to be spending a weekend with us in all places Lexington, where this all started. So. I am uh, so happy about that. So if you are in Lexington, what was the Saturday there again, Jamie? The
2: Saturday, the 7th. 7th. All
0: right. Yeah. We're, we're going to have a meetup somewhere that night. We haven't decided that yet. Okay. But that night, we're going to do a meetup somewhere. We're trying to do some meetups, not necessarily in restaurants, but more picnic type. So we'll be we're doing it somewhere. Karen's house. We're doing the meetup at Karen's house. Uh <laughs> that's
2: fun. <fine. laughs> Maybe my indoor will be under roof by then. Oh wow. Oh, would that not be the best? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be fun?
0: Yeah, good. Good. I'm See she, It's done. We're doing I'm it at Karen's. <laughs> We're doing it somewhere. We'll okay. let you know where that is. Uh but that's okay, that's a okay, scoop.
2: Now I need to start planning. <laughs>
0: But we'll let everybody know all the details. Thank you, Karen, for being part of this. You were part of everything from the beginning, and I'm so happy that you're part of this and that you're going to be coming along with us on this trip.
3: No, oh, I'm really excited, Glenn. I
2: can't wait. I think it's going to be so much fun. And Love
3: thank you, you,
0: Jamie, for agreeing Love. to fly in and join us. We appreciate it. Yeah, that,
2: I haven't hit the send button yet. Oh. Karen's, <laughs> Karen's twisting my arm. If she's going to be there, I can come. I'm not worried about you. <laughs> You have to come, Jamie. You have to
0: come. Oh, okay. oh, by the way, Karen, we we didn't tell you, but rental cars are about four thousand dollars a day right now. So you have to you have to ferry Jamie around too. So you're gonna be,
3: you have to <laughs> no, be your Uber. No problem. No okay. problem. <laughs> Just give I'll me a if she needs to go.
0: We don't ask much up. of our sponsors, do we? <laughs> <laughs> they pay to have this responsibility. I don't get it. Thanks, Karen. Thanks, Jennifer. Oh, do Thanks. you? Wait a minute. Before you all go, Jamie, go ahead and ask Jennifer if she really agreed to this under duress. I know you're waiting to do that.
2: No, I'll talk to her about it later. Okay. <laughs> I, know, I know the answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bye, guys.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: Well, there you go. It's official. We're going to do it. You know, we really did learn a lot, and I'm so glad we did the test trip. I think it would have been a mistake not to.
2: (laughs) You know what's amazing is I just booked tickets to go to Lexington for like a weekend, and I haven't told my husband yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You talk about me. (laughs) Maybe he'll want to come along. By the way, he's welcome to come along if he wants to. He can can just rent a plane and fly you out.
2: A trip to Lexington, Kentucky does not mean as much to him as it does to me, so I doubt it.
0: (laughs) I haven't seen him in so long, though. I miss talking to him. I miss seeing them. Well, um, one of our terrific sponsors is Cavallo. They have the Trek Hoof Boots, which we use on Scooter and have for eight years now. If you're looking for boots, you don't have shoes on your horse, and you're looking for boots, whether you're going in mud or you're going across rocks, our driveway actually is a bunch of uh, tiny rocks, and the horses hate walking on it. And when I have the cart on, Scooter really hates walking on it. So we always put his boots on all four feet. Uh, by the way, his boots, they're our size zero. <laughs> So his tiny little feet get boots, and he is so much happier when we're going down the road. He doesn't slip. That's one nice thing I like about these is even if it's a little wet, you don't slip with these on. Uh, the nice thing, too, is sand. It's, you know, a lot of the boots I tried in the past, sand got down in them, and by the time we got home, he had a pound of sand in his boots. That doesn't happen with these. I am so happy with the Trek hoof boots I use. They have a bunch of different varieties and types. You can check them out at cavallo-inc.com. And you have a coupon code for 20% off your next order. Use HRN in the coupon code section, and you get 20% off through June the 30th. So get your orders in today, cavallo-inc.com.
2: I was going to tell you, remember how on Friday I talked about a product that I found at the North Dakota Horse Expo? You talking about the boots reminded me of it. Uh, They're called Stomp Stoppers. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like fly boots. For the horses. Fly boots,
2: but my they don't rub, they don't collapse. They're like, and they're made by a family. I got an email because I I didn't tell the people that I had a podcast. Oh, bad
0: about. idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, she says, dear Jamie, this morning I received a call uh, from an order of Stomp Stoppers from somebody who had heard about them on your podcast. So my son and I began sewing for the day we found your podcast, and we. Best- began to listen and they go on and they talk and apparently trent the guy that i met wanted me to make sure that i knew he was not married to his mother he was the son (laughs) (laughs) Make sure she knows I'm your son. Okay. (laughs) So Trent, I did, I did Tristan, I did know that you were the son. I did not think that you were, you know, married to your mother. I could because I just talked about how it was like a whole family, husband and wife, son, daughter, and all that. Yeah, I knew you were the son. I didn't think that you were the husband. I was all aware. And they apparently heard me talking us talking about Zeus and how, you know, Zeus can't wear anything because he removes everything bell boots any sort of leg wraps. i told any, you the anything.
0: solution a stapler would do the trick
2: <laughs> well apparently they have something that they can they're gonna send me they said and listening we heard about zeus every once in a while there's that horse who has to mess with all the things however we have a <laughs> fix that should remedy him being able to pull the wraps off and we would like to send him another set to try yes I will be completely <laughs> honest because this this horse wears nothing. He cannot be caged. He is a Mustang. He is very unhappy about hey. Not that he's unhappy. He's just trouble. Like He's like, oh, this is something that I can destroy. Blankets, any, anything like that. So apparently they're going to send me uh, some stomp stoppers for Zeus. So Jesse, thank you very much. And all the folks over at stomp stoppers. And again, you guys, they're awesome hoof boots. Go check them out there. They're online. And they make them themselves, handmade. I would like to welcome our dear auditor, Jordan Gray, to the show because Jordan had an epic adventure this past week. And uh, hello, Jordan. Hi. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Glenn. Thank you so much for joining us. So you have a background in the hunter jumpers. Okay. Yeah. And so you decided you were going to cross over to the dark side and it began dressage, right? Yeah. I started taking dressage lessons. It was kind of after I had kids,
3: I stopped doing the hunter jumpers and figured I'm going to start my dressage journey.
2: Oh, because dressage is so much safer.
0: <laughs> Reese <Recent laughs> and will be so proud. They will
2: be.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, it's like the typical, have kids and then switch to dressage.
2: <laughs> yeah. I had kids and now I'm training crazy baby horses. So yeah, you know, I, I'll have to rethink my life choices too. So yeah. So you competed in a dressage show this past weekend, your first ever, right? Yeah. My first time we just went to a
3: schooling show. So it was key. Okay. It was a lot of fun. Um, but the mare I was riding, she just came back into work too, so it was yes. kind of a first for both
2: of us. So that's where the story gets interesting, is you rode a mare called Royal Velvet, which is an awesome name, and uh, she was really lovely, but she has a history. And the the post that I saw said she just came off of kissing spine surgery in November while pregnant, weaned the baby three weeks ago. What? So the who owns her Murder Hollow.
3: They bought her and bred her not knowing she had kissing spine. They just knew that she had some behavioral issues Mm -hmm. and the people said it was like SI joint so they bred her and then they just felt like this mare still wasn't right. So they had a lameness specialist evaluator. The kissing spine was diagnosed. She had the surgery only before November. I think her rehab actually started in November. Um, But yeah, she had the kissing spine surgery while pregnant. Um, She worked then did all her rehab while pregnant. We gave her off for only a couple. She had full the full beginning of February. She was off for a couple months, and then we put her back to work with the foal by her side. And then the foal was named just a little, like, a three and a half weeks ago. And she's just such a good mare. We're like, we're going to take her off farm for a little adventure and take her to a show. So, so- we took her.
2: So the, the, the question that I would have is, a freeze there, because I want to know, like, what type of surgery do they have for kissing spine, number one, and number two, how do they do that while she's pregnant and make sure the foal is safe? Like, is it safe now to do that? Well, the, the, I think they were a little worried, but they
3: decided that they just wanted to make her comfortable, and they took the risk of doing the surgery while she was pregnant and lucked out, and everything worked out Okay. Um, she went to a clinic in New Jersey and had this surgery. I'm not that familiar with the procedure. Um, her owner knows a lot more. But they said she was a very good candidate and it was worth doing. And she went from a mayor that wanted to kind of stand up and not work to just loving her job and being like the most willing mayor ever.
2: So yeah, that's incredible. amazing. I, the The horse that I had recently that was diagnosed, they told me that he was not a candidate for surgery. So that's awesome that she was. Now, I would think like as the belly gets bigger, it pulls down. So it had to be, I mean, she had to feel so much better to have a little joint space between her. Did you notice a change in her post-surgery, like b- before the baby was even born in her behavior? Yeah. Oh yeah,
3: no. She's it was a complete transformation after she had the surgery. She um they she also drives. Um she was just before the surgery she she just didn't want to work. She just wanted to quit or she wanted to stand up or back up and afterwards now she's just like this forward lovely mare.
2: So yeah, so what were some of the signs that, that she had it? You say stand up, was that rearing? Yeah.
3: Rearing. Like a lot of backing up and rearing and um, I guess the previous owners just kept injecting the SI joint um. and it would help a little bit, but not a huge improvement. So we think we lucked out. How, we it
2: how good
0: common good is this surgery? Benefits. Do you guys know? Is it common?
2: I have seen one horse that I know has had it and it was an event horse and they're just now getting him back to work. And he was a prelim intermediate event horse and they're saying that he may be able to do beginner novice slash novice, but they're not even sure. So I I think it's still kind of understudied, you know, as far as how what the long-term prognosis is, and I know that there's a couple different surgeries that they do as well, and different ones probably uh, do different things, you know, by cutting ligaments or shaving bone. It just depends on... on, Cutting through
3: the ligaments, Um, and I think it also depends on whether or not they're a good candidate for the surgery they all all the vets agreed that she was a great candidate and that she had a really good prognosis if she had it
2: so i think what i've seen is that potentially you know we've had a guest on that told us that kissing spine is hereditary is that something that they're concerned about with the baby
3: a little bit, yeah, and they, they've made the decision. That they didn't breed her back. They didn't know she had Kiss and Spine when she was bred. So she hasn't been bred back. She's left open. She's going to be a driving horse and a riding horse for now until they learn more about, um, about Kiss and Spine. And, and when wh- the genetic what, test is what, available what, just to have her
0: tested. What Jamie doesn't know is the results of your first schooling dressage so the, show. That's what I
2: was going to ask. You go in and you do some dressage tests. you do in what, training level, intro level, what? We did train. We just kept it really simple because
3: she's not that fit. We did training once and she got right under a, seven, a seventy-one, which was great for her first time out, and I guess my first time out too.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, so we got the high high score, adult amateur. Congratulations! <laughs> for
0: the- Good for you.
3: It was, Yay! It was a fun first experience.
0: <laughs> I bet. So
3: fantastic! You, so you
0: took Blue home from what I saw.
3: Yeah, it was a school and show. No, so any score. over think a 68 out of blue, but we got the high score, adult amateur. So that was nice too.
2: Yay. that's fantastic. What a great story <clears throat> that Royal Velvet. It comes to us, and you know she's unhappy, and and the owners decided to do the diagnostic work. And kudos to them for taking the chance and doing it when she's pregnant, giving her a much higher level of comfort. She has the baby. She's then a kind mare as opposed to a grumpy mare when you're <laughs> handling her full. You know, that's always nice too. And then she's able to go back to work and have a life that is so cool.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the kindest mare. I, my girls and their friends will come and they'll groom her and they'll brush her and they'll have like ladders next to her and she just stands there like sleeping and enjoying it. She's just so kind and so lovely so Yeah, but good
2: owners 2000 too 2000. to 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 do that, you know, and and to go through with it, and 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 that, uh, just that's exciting.
0: Yeah, they're the best owners. So you'll be Here's riding Grand Prix, great Prix great. in no time, Jordan. Grand yep. Prix in <laughs> no time.
3: We hope we can continue moving up the levels. <laughs> that's We're great. Waited next year. Continue our schooling shows for the rest of the year, and then hopefully we'll move up next year. That's awesome. Well,
2: congratulations to you and to Royal Velvet and to the owners and all of you. And we wish you the best of luck in the future. Can't wait to follow along.
3: Thank you so much. Thanks, Jordan.
2: I will post more pictures. Please do. Thank you.
0: you. All right. Bye. We'll put a picture of uh, her riding Royal Velvet in the show notes, too, so you can check it out. It just makes
2: me want to say National Velvet. I can't I it. I'm (laughs) praying. I thought
0: of that, too. All right. Here we go. And here we go.
1: It's time
0: for the weekly look
1: at your equestrian first world problems. This ought to be good.
2: Well, remember, these are equestrian first world problems that I can't make these up. I'm not that talented. These people are actually living these tragic lives, and they've decided to share their equestrian first world woes with us Now, I would like to tell you that my job here at the <laughs> podcast is transposing into life because I was playing Monopoly with, we, we have like an Avengers Monopoly set and Lucas and Chad and I were playing Monopoly last night and Lucas, he couldn't fit all of his money because by the way, he's like a monster shark. He's not any fun to play with because he's just such a jerk. Like, <laughs> he even said, he like, yeah. I'm a jerk when I play games. Uh, But he had so much money that it was cramming under the board. You know how you put your money under the board? Well, it was tipping the board up, his giant pile of $100 bills. And he's like, he was moving his little figure of the board, and it kept falling over because it's like climbing a hill. And he's like, you know what? All of this money is causing problems. First world problems. (laughs) Oh, like, you're eight. You can't say that. <laughs> but, but he's now so he's he's. A, I'm shaping the minds of youth with this, Glenn. Uh, so yes, yeah, so first world problems, equestrian first world problems. We all have them, and y'all like to share them. And these are shared by our auditors. Um, and uh, Juniper was kind enough to ask for the problems because I forgot. Uh, so she did. And you
0: even like, have yeah. the listeners now helping to do your job.
2: Well, they're like, and true. she
0: apologized for you.
2: Uh, sorry, Jamie's super busy. No, I just totally I napped yesterday. Sorry. Um, so our listeners submitted them, and these are our auditors that also post these. And our auditors is hard to say back to back. Our auditor, anyway. So, um, Glenn, if they people want to s- submit their equestrian, first of all, problems, how do they become an auditor?
0: Just go to horseradionetwork.com and scroll down the right-hand side of the page, and you'll click on the auditor banner, and for as little as $3 contribution a month, you can become an auditor, or you can do more. That's entirely up to you, and the money goes to help support the network and the hosts. Jamie gets a piece of that, too.
2: Um. So Laura started us off with, my new mare really needed her teeth done, and they were so bad that the vet gave her a shot of butte, but now she feels so good- I don't have any breaks. <laughs> She's been faking it this whole time. I'm like, oh, I'm well trained. I'll stop for you now. She's like, mm, I don't have to because it doesn't hurt. Oh, God, you got the teeth taken care of. Kendra says, I drove my young horse in a team for the first time and he did so great. Girl, this is a constant problem. She says, but I forgot to take a single photo or video. So it's like it never happened. What am I going to put on TikTok? <laughs> I, try, I thought about videoing that little monster yearling this morning, but I was like, I, I don't have a hand. I can't. It's like it never happened. Kayla, and I actually told the Philly, I go, you're going to laugh about this someday. Uh, Kayla says, the Western States Horse Expo was in my town this weekend, which I think Monty was at. Uh, she says, but I was too ginormous to go walk around. She's 36 weeks pregnant. Girl, at 36 weeks, you'd be, be sitting. I can't at your count that fast,
0: cup. but I think that baby's about to pop, isn't it?
2: I mean, you know, you hope to get close to 40. I think I made it to 39 and I was ready to die. So good luck. Uh, this this next couple of weeks is the most fun. Uh, Hannah says, I finally have a decent paying job that I can afford horses and lessons. But my first ride back in several months was so horrible that they told me lessons aren't even worth it for you at this point. She's like, shut up and take my money. <laughs> what?
0: Isn't that why I, you take
2: lessons? But see, I, I, I had a similar situation. There was a girl who came to ride with me when I lived in Arizona, and she was a very accomplished show jumper, but it had two kids and kind of was out of shape. And and and, and I knew she knew how to ride, but she couldn't do a posting trot. Oh, in
0: other time. words, get in shape first and then come back.
2: And I was like, uh, you know what? What would be better? Money spent for The gym. For you. <laughs> Well, no, I'm not going to be like that because like even in the gym, you're not going to develop horse riding muscles, you know? So I just said you better spend your money for lessons on leasing a horse and just take it. So she leased Duke and she like, I was like, just ride him every day for like 60 days and then you'll be much better off. So she ended up doing that and it went on great. So maybe try that. Um, Lisa, she wasn't asking for my solution.
0: I know, but but we're going to give that anyway. It's our show. (laughs) <laughs> at least it's, it's what we do
2: first haircut in a year and a half but it meant i had no time to ride my ponies that day that's why i never
0: get how haircuts. long does your haircut take
2: it, it girl haircuts take forever glenn y'all walk in 10 minutes in and out large, it's done like just, just, no we gotta get it washed and then they gotta cut it and dry it and got to put some color in there and then just you go short that thing mm-hmm Maggie says my husband had a business trip. He thought it would be nice for me to go on, also in the RV. And the state park we were going to had equestrian sites, but they were all booked, so I did to spend five days in an RV without my horses. <laughs> Is that Jennifer? Maggie, I don't know. Maybe Jennifer has a second name on Facebook. No,
0: I don't think it was her.
2: (laughs) Ah, That's great. Amy says, my computer is dying a slow and painful death, which means I have to replace it, which means I can't spend money on frivolous things for my horse like glittery saddle pads and boots. But I need my computer to afford the glitter, and it's just a really vicious cycle, and I want glitter, not a computer glitter. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) um meta says i have so many first world equestrian problems today that it's taking too long to type that's her first problem i'll just go over like one of them i finally have my dream trailer and it's tall enough to haul my diva mare to wear dentals and my 16 three-hand ottb but it's a two-horse straight load and i can't haul them together because they hate each other <laughs> <laughs> just get them each other. I again I'm, I'm solving your problems Get them a hay bag full of alfalfa and put them on opposite sides. Their heads are turned away.
0: <laughs> that's what Jennifer does. Yep, yeah. That's exactly. Terry says, yeah.
2: I have two horses going strong at two different locations, three friends to ride with, but different times of day of availability, and great tra- trails are available, but I don't have time to fit it all in. <laughs> Uh, Jenny says did my safety check on my bridle And I found a screw missing And I'm so glad I brought a bag of spare parts For this But I need a silver screw And all I had was gold (laughs) (laughs) That's a great problem Anna says I was approved For the PPP loan but I don't know how to spend the money
0: <laughs> carefully because you're only allowed to spend it on certain things. So I'm just saying.
2: I don't even know what that is, but I, it, it's my um, government giving out free loans. I'm, I'm in. Uh, Kayla says the weather forecast looks so beautiful for trail riding, but I'm going on vacation to Florida for the whole week. <laughs> Priorities, sister.
0: Yeah, we're all feeling bad for you right now.
2: Kendra says, I have three beautiful arenas. Aren't and none of them are the right size to record my Western dressage tests for online shows. <laughs> <laughs> Turn left here. Uh, Chelsea says, my husband is going to Iceland for two weeks this summer for work. And he asked me to come along. And I have the free reign to do whatever I want. But I don't know if I want to leave my kids and my horse for that long. <laughs> um, I, mm, I get it. Two weeks is long, but it's Iceland.
0: Go for like half. Yeah, I mean, it's Iceland. How many opportunities? By the way, you don't hear about people going to Iceland on business trips too often.
2: No, and then you get to ride Icelandic ponies. When yeah, you're
0: there. I mean, that's one you don't maybe want to turn down.
2: I don't know. I'd have to, I'd go for half of it. I'd fly in. Like What'd a she week say? It
0: after. was two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah, that's a, why are we trying to solve first more problems? <laughs> I don't know. Let's just keep on with them.
2: Allison says, I work for our local hospital, so after a year of working without a break and having no time to ride my horse, I'm finally getting a month off. But it's for surgery, so I still won't be able to ride.
0: <laughs> yeah, Allison, I know the feeling. <laughs>
2: I feel you. All right. Well, those are your equestrian first world problems for today. Glenn, do you have any equestrian first world
0: problems? No, I came home and my pony was fine. And Jennifer picked up her pony and her pony was fine and got ridden and everything was good. So I have none. I have no first world problems. You are in trouble. You better
2: knock on something.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. I know. But I deserve not to have some forever, you know, after last year. So I'm taking it
2: real problems
0: this past year. <laughs> yeah i'm taking it i'm taking noah question first world problem i do have one i still have my pinched nerve a little bit and i can't drive my pony yet but he doesn't care oh. he really doesn't care about don't be such a weenie <laughs> <laughs> my my hands numb i dropped the reins
2: uh just so you know i i talked a little bit earlier about the sassy philly that i i I had worked and
0: mm, was exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, so I wrote to, to the lady, I said, Woo, I totally get what you meant by she's good until she isn't. She is sassy. Uh, she's going to be fine, but it's definitely going to be a challenge. Her, mo- <laughs> she wrote back is that her, her mom's is sassified and her barn name is sassy. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> like I'm like she's sassy. Yeah, actually, she is. She's the daughter of sassy. <laughs> so you <laughs> name your horse what it's gonna be. Oh boy.
0: Remember what we said about horse names? They yeah, match I mean, well, the
2: personality. This Philly's barn name is North, and I it was perfect because I was she just kept rearing, and I was like she's going north. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the North is, right?
0: (laughs) Well, that's it for today. Tomorrow, we'll have the Certified Horsemanship Association here. Auditors, hold on. I have something to ask Jamie about TV this time um but uh we're gonna have certified horsemanship jamie's back on wednesday and then later in the week we should have the fox hunting episode i believe so that's all coming up and uh what? you're gonna be-, I'll be
2: coming at you from monty roberts from flag is up farm for the movement if you guys are is still considering coming to the movement come it's gonna be awesome i found out that it's going to be me and monty in the gently pin with barrel horses what could possibly go no, wrong? Nothing
0: possibly go wrong. Do you want to see Jamie get yelled at? No.
2: no. <laughs> get yelled at and we're hurt. One of those. <laughs> it could <can> be awesome. <laughs> Bang there yelled at everybody. Never <laughs> yelled at me. Never <laughs> time to yell at me. That is not the language of equus.
0: <sighs> okay,
1: auditors. You, you made, made it to the, the post, post show. show. Remember, this can get a little, well, shitty. So, it's not safe for work or the kiddos. Y'all
0: have fun now. Boy, we got that done just in time. The pouring down rain just started. Do you hear it? Man, it's coming down. Um, So, I wanted to ask you, did you watch Loki yet? I did. And?
2: On day one. I it's like they marvel knew i didn't have anything new for a month and they're like let's bring it strong. Uh yeah, i i, I it's awesome.
0: It was a little it's bizarre. So yeah. <laughs> it's,
2: so, it's like twin peaks like. Well, you know, if you ever watched twin peaks and i loved yeah, twin we, peaks. Yeah, we well, we did love, we
0: love watched every twin peaks there was. Now, one thing, wow, we agree on something. So
2: No, stop it. I hated it. You <laughs> liked it.
0: <laughs> now, one thing though, uh is it kind of was it kind of was vision-like, wasn't it? I mean, when they started, you didn't have any clue what was going on. They seem to have a trend with their TV series now.
2: Yeah, I, that, that's what's really cool about these is it's they're just, like, building. Their episodes build. I mean, because if you think about it, these potentially could be major motion pictures, and they just start with well, start and finish. Isn't um, each
0: one like watching a little movie? It really yeah, is.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, between the, the WandaVision was awesome. And bizarre. And the first one, Lucas was like, I don't like this. I'm like, it's going somewhere.
0: I said the same thing, though, at the end of first one. I said, this is too weird. This is
2: weird. And I think they lost people after the first one. But by the fourth one, everybody was like, just go back to it. You'll like it. (laughs) And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Holy cow. I loved that.
0: That was my favorite one of so far, of all of them. Yeah,
2: and then that Loki, and I love a lot of the um, clicks back to the Avengers movie. Yes, they're showing, you know, a lot of those clips, and I, I just, I, am super excited. Like we used to, like, couldn't wait for Friday to watch WandaVision, then we couldn't wait for Friday to watch Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and now we're like, when's Wednesday coming?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, I like almost all of these better than Mandalorian. I just. I know. Send your emails to Jennifer at com. Well,
2: Mandalorian was a, like, start to finish, okay? Each episode was like, this is where we're going to go, this is what's going to happen in the middle of it, and this is how it's going to end. And you could, after about the season, second season, you could see how it was going to start, how it was going to be in the middle, and how it was going to be at the end. And so it was like a little, it was an episode. These are not episodes. These are like Bizarre like tales that are being told, but they're not giving anything away, and there's no start and finish. It's it's it's, it starts and then it ends, and then the next one's going to start and end, you know. There's but there's no like wrapped up bow at the
0: end. No, it it was really good. I really, and you know, it wouldn't be as good if they had to if the original actors hadn't decided not to do it because it just you know, if there was a different Loki, I I just don't know that it would work as well. It's just because he's Loki, so (laughs) yeah.
2: And, and, they, and I, it's so funny because Tom Hiddleston has so many fans, that, ladies that love him. He's never really been my thing. I'm more no, a I, Thor person. I don't get that. But <laughs> he was shirtless and like naked for some of it. And it just sent women into some sort of other dimension when they saw him shirtless.
0: Yeah. It's about the only sex you get in the whole show, too, right there. Yeah. Um, so we started another series while we were away because we had to watch. Well, we didn't have regular TV, so we were just watching uh, whatever we could get. And we started Manifest. Did you ever try that?
2: Which one is that?
0: It's on Netflix. It's called Manifest. And it's about, basically it says that, I'm not giving anything away, this is what it says. Um, So a plane goes missing for five and a half years, but yet the people, as far as they're concerned... Uh, it was only a day, uh, you know oh, an hour.
2: I see that I haven't seen it so far. So good.
0: Oh, it catches you from episode one, and we were binging all day yesterday There's two seasons, so apparently three seasons so far, and two on Netflix. Uh, but we and they're long. You know, most seasons now are what seven episodes for shows. They're just ridiculously short. But these are like eighteen c- episodes and thirteen episodes. So we got a lot to catch up on. But yeah, it ca- And I don't like time travel stuff. This is not time travel, but it is. It's good. It can, and the acting is the kid in this probably playing a six, seven year old, is amazing. He is just amazing. Uh yeah. I I like I, it. Well it's good. Manifest.
2: Okay, well we started Handmaid's Tale.
0: Oh, you're not letting your boy watch that, are you? Oh god
2: no. But Chad and I started watching it. I
0: read the know. book and didn't I didn't get the whole way through it. I got and just lost interest.
2: It is it is bizarre. And I watched the first. Two.
0: Disturbingly bizarre, I would think. Go ahead, but yeah, yeah.
2: And then Chad was like, "What are you watching?" And I'm like, "The Handmaid's Tale," and so I started it over with him. And he is all about it. He loves. Really? It. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, he really liked it, which was surprising to me because it's so bizarre and like dystopian and weird, and he likes stuff like that. So um, I'm only Were on Are you like still in it? I
0: five. mean, are you still interested?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Okay. It's kind of stressful at times. I have to walk away. I have
0: to. The book was home. stressful. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, it's good. I like it.
0: All right. Well, there's our TV talk for the week. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. And we hope now, auditors, You we hope. I know we're going to be staying with some of you on the trip, but you got to come out and see us. And especially everybody around Lexington has to come up. We're going to plan a meetup. You get to see both of us and Jennifer.
2: I'm not around Lexington and I'm flying in. What's your excuse? Yeah.
0: What's your excuse? Flights aren't that bad. No. Just don't rent a car.
2: <laughs> Just, I'm flying through Oklahoma City to Lexington for three hundred and fifty bucks. That's I insane. But the car that. rental would be
0: more. Expensive. Usually Lexington is like a thousand dollars plus to fly into.
2: I know, but I, I've always looked at going into Lexington at like Rolex weekend, you know, which is also when yeah, when everybody's the track going, going in. Yeah. 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 And so I never can afford it. So I was flying to Cincinnati or Louisville. So now I'm like, this is great. August. Nobody's going into
0: Lexington in August. <laughs> Apparently not just us just us <laughs> All right everybody and you See ya you Congratulations you made it through another post show Thank you for all your support Now go ride your horse